Hello, my dearest podophiles, it's Nathan here. Look, I've just finished editing this week's podcast. Unfortunately, there was a major malfunction uh, with Reardon's audio right at the start of the pod. We lost a couple of seconds of his track. Um, normally, I would just delete the whole thing, but unfortunately, we looped back around and referenced it later in the pod, so it wouldn't have made sense without it. So, I've tried my best to impersonate Reardon. I think it's pretty seamless. Uh, but if you do pick up on it, please don't be alarmed. Uh, that's the reason for that. Hope you enjoy the pod. Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb. And you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Any ideas what this is, Drew? Isn't this that Matt Corby guy? Is that what the song is? Somebody call up to your bludger. He's calling out your name. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I feel like that's a little bit later than the typical era, but I don't mind it. Like, you know, I suppose Matt Corby's, you know, genesis, as it were, in the the public eye was around the era of, of of our usual songs. So maybe it's all right. Hey, Reed and Lee talking here. Do you guys remember when Matt Corby came to our school and performed a song? I what? don't remember that at all. Are you sure that happened? I've got so little to say about Matt Corby, just by the way. I feel like Matt Corby was like, was a bit of a, he was almost like a Greek like parable or something. Because he was like, <laughs> every every teenage girl wanted to fuck him, but he was like a, a virgin Christian boy. So it was yeah, like yeah. this. this That's why they fruit. wanted him Maybe that was more. part of the appeal. Yeah, I guess so. They wanted that virgin. Um, he was like a hillsonger, right? He was he? a hillsonger. He made that like um, typical Australian pathway to fame. Like Guy Sebastian, yeah. you start in Hillsong, then you go from yeah, Hillsong like to Guy Australian Sebastian, Idol. Scott Morrison, it's a very well trodden <laughs> yeah, yeah. path. And then all the Hillsong people vote for you because there's so many Hillsong people and then you win Australian Idol. And then what you have to do, a bit yes. like Lisa Mitchell as well, you, then you have to then shed your Christianity. You have to make it very yeah. clear that you either smoke weed or you suck dick or you get fucked or mm. you fuck. Uh, you do some sort of <laughs> sinful acts. Uh, it's very transgressive to fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out of days. wedlock. And then, then you join the ranks of Triple J. And then you're accepted into the Triple J crowd, like a little caterpillar emerging from its butterfly. I don't know. It shouldn't, it shouldn't work, though, because knowing that that is the trajectory, like knowing what we know, we shouldn't have just all accepted that he was actually chill and a stoner and really cool all along. Like, I, I'm thinking it makes more sense to be a, a massive, like, stoner, gronk, rebel and then find God, Find right? God. So then you can absolve yourself of your sins, go to heaven. I suppose some people do that. Some people... 
I just feel like, you know, back back in the day when people used, you know, were a bit more kind of in the pearl clutching mode, mm-hmm. um, people would then find a way to God. I really wish I had an example. No, well, that's and the thing about like, any- like Guy Sebastian, like that's why he's going to be remembered in music history for eons to come is because he flipped it on its head. He is right. a disruptor, Andrew. Yeah. He took that model so. and, you know, flipped it and reversed it. Missy Elliott style. Right. He dresses like a disruptor. I think. I think. For sure. I'd go even further. I think Guy Sebastian, he's embraced the kind of nihilism of of this modern age. You know, God is dead in our society, mm. and mm. and Guy Sebastian kind of emerged as Nietzsche's Ubermensch, if you will. He's <laughs> he's slightly okay, more okay. slightly more evolved than the typical human. Yeah. Um, that's manifested mainly in his gorgeous singing voice. But he yep. says he said no to God, and he's got his own strict ethical code that he lives by, and so he's very much like the example. Um, he's the Ubermensch. He's the Ubermensch. He's, he's Nietzsche's Ubermensch. He's what we can all hope to aspire to be one day. Well, that's exciting, um, and it and I mean I guess and Nietzsche's kind of approach to um, well I mean. All his writings about the Ubermensch, they are very anti-Christian, right? Because, you know, Christianity is all about, like, lifting people up, at least in in theory, right? Obviously, in practice, that's not at all what Christianity looks like. It's <laughs> horrible institutions of child <laughs> sexual abuse and um, um, political sort of corruption, etc., etc. But, you know, at least in principle, if you just read the texts themselves, it is is very much about how, you know, um, everybody's equal in the eyes of God. But the, but the Sebastian... Um, who I guess, as you're saying, he's kind of like the modern Nietzsche. His approach has been that we should glorify um, those of us who have God-given talents. Sorry to mix a metaphor there. <laughs> but those of those of us who, who just have more talent and more attractive um, should be lifted up. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And I think even, even putting yourself out there on Australian Idol, like a Sebastian, like a Corby, that's very much... This is so stupid. That's very much just a metaphor for, I I think, the tightrope walker in Thus Spoke Zarathustra. I mean, mean, living dangerously, putting yourself out there. Um, Riddin's shaking his head very angrily. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not hating what this is going heard, just angrily. The guy is bringing out a sequel to Thus Spoke Zarathustra called Thus Spoke very, Sebastian. Very stupid, stupid start to the podcast. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I'm, I'm surprised we managed to get from Matt Corby to Thus Spoke Zarathustra. <laughs> yeah. Zarathustra that hey, quickly, but it was I mean, quick, but it was hard, pod. Andrew. I feel like yeah, yeah. already we've been Torturous. pushing shit up here. <laughs> And it wasn't fun and it wasn't funny. So, um, well, thanks the best for bringing part us I that. liked about all that was that I understood it and I got <laughs> what you guys were saying and I knew the references and the underlying point. And even though it might have looked like I put my microphone down and was taking numerous sips from my drink because I was completely lost, I actually understood. And I, that's what I loved about it. I got it. I got every word you said. Yeah. And I know what the Uber, Uber Munch is. And yeah, the Uber Munch <laughs> is a new meal you can get at McDonald's. It's yeah. uh, Uber the official Eats Uber only. <laughs> it's a special um, kind of promotion. The Uber Munch is In fact, meal. Uber Eats is kind of like Nietzsche's conception. Oh no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gosh, oh, I do God. love podcasting most of the time, but this is really wearing thin. Um, so, Andrew, you're, you're the one that's been saying everything. I know. Yeah, you're saying helping. all the stuff. Um, wait, weren't you going to tell a story about when Matt Corby came to our school? He just came to our school. I just remember it. He came to our school and played in the little courtyard with his uh, little Christian band before he mm. 
Um, right. Seems he broke him. big. Well, he wasn't a star what at that was he point. Doing at our school, he was just a because he's from the Shire. He's just some yeah. Shire boy uh, that checks out. Yeah, Still, yeah, okay. It's not exactly There's playing at like the pub or something. Like it's not <laughs> <laughs> starting at Oxford Arts. He hadn't quite reached a career that's really highlights weird. of playing at a pub. <laughs> anyway, he cut his teeth at our horrible high school that we've um. You know, mentioned many times on the pod. So that that's nice that we had one nice day. I guess Matt Corby came and sang, <laughs> and then what? We all went back to sack whacking each other, and um, yep. the English teacher made us wrestle shirtless. So <laughs> a full curriculum jam packed. Jeez, jeez, Louise. Oh well, it turns out uh. we had plenty to say about Matt Corby, and I think that's more than enough, actually. Yeah, most of that didn't need to be said. Oh. Um, Hello. Where, where to pivot from there? Well, if you if you didn't um, like any of that, which I imagine most of you, um, good news is uh, once again, like last week, I have to leave quite early again. So this may be another short pod. A lot of Monday um, dinners. Who's going out for dinner on a Monday? Brother. Well, the thing is, I'm actually leaving this country very soon. So I'm very busy. Everyone wants to see me. Everyone, I, you know, despite the kind of, I feel like you guys like to perpetuate a sort of mythology about me as being someone somewhat standoffish or not, not a great people person in reality. Like a this, little, that's a like character a I play on the pod. I play Andrew Quo on this pod, right? I play a character <laughs> You're called actually Andrew actually written Quo. late. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> the real Andrew Quo is an absolute schmoozer. He loves social gatherings. <laughs> and so when the when the <laughs> I simply adore making eye contact with people when I speak to them. Um so <laughs> so because I'm leaving the country, obviously it's it's sent shockwaves throughout the nation. Everyone wants to catch up with me. So that is why once again on a Monday night, yes, you better believe it. I'm sorry for party rocking to borrow a phrase from Reed and Lee. I will be leaving this pod early because I have to admit this is not at the top of my priority list right now. Never really was, but even especially now. And the listeners, yes, you should be worried that this could be this could be the end of the pod. I'm gonna call it right now. It's good to confront it with a couple of weeks, you know, to say our goodbyes. Um, yeah. I, I mean, how about this? If 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 people want to send me money to buy new podcasting gear, because I'm gonna need some equipment. Um, that maybe I'll keep doing it because I'll feel a bit guilty. So, you know, send me money and maybe I'll do it. <laughs> but Andrew, you're holding going- the listeners for ransom. I really like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like I'm holding to ransom, but it's After true. boring them senseless with that opening to the pod. Now we've broken their hearts and, um, <laughs> and, and a, it's been a shakedown as well. Like we just, that was our elevator pitch. That was our elevator love pitch <laughs> as uh, Guy Sebastian once sang. Nice, dude. Thank um, you. That's called a callback. That's the kind of stuff you won't get if you don't buy me a new microphone. So, <laughs> very rarely do you hear hear podcasters um, blackmail their audience in such a manner. Usually, <laughs> but <laughs> we do things a little differently on the Page and Mr. Potter podcast. There is, yeah. I don't know. I I, I can already foresee the owl mail coming in. He's still going to keep doing the pod. I don't. Hopefully, we're going to try. But Andrew will be in London, so it'll be. Harder than normal, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, we and don't I have the answer us right now. That hard? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't spoken about it at all off mic, so <laughs> I genuinely don't know what the plan <laughs> is. I have no idea. <laughs> I assume there will be some disruption when you first move, at least, because you're gonna go travelling around. Maybe Nathan and yeah. I'll do one every couple of weeks or something. Maybe we won't do any at all, and the pot will just fizzle out. 
I mean, I'd be happy to kind of explore. Um, I don't know if there's any Harry Harry Potter related kind of activity going on on the European continent. I'd be happy to the kind of investigate of Potter, that. I mean, uh, surely, surely there's lots to report if we actually cared at so. all about Harry Potter. I mean, don't <laughs> forget. Yes, it's called paging Mr. Potter. We do technically read one page each and every week. But fuck, mm. if we can avoid it, we certainly don't talk about Harry Potter at all most of the time. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly right. I mean, I certainly won't be reading any of this book while I'm traveling. If that's if that's what you're asking me, though, I won't be doing that. But I'm happy to talk shit for a little bit maybe on the phone. I don't know. Anyway, this is probably something we can talk about off mic. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I'm sure the photophiles are fascinated, but uh, maybe we should move on, especially given I do have to run today. Yeah, sure. Do you want to um, do... Um, your game first up, Andrew, if you do have to... Yeah, sure. I'd be happy yeah. to do that. So, we did discuss last week... Uh, or do, Actually, you know what? If you don't mind, could we introduce the pod first? It's very yeah. unorthodox, but yes, Paging Mr. Potter, that's what you're listening to. Um, yep. Really, really good good podcast. God, <laughs> I hope it doesn't end anytime soon. Um <laughs> Now, Andrew, I think really, you had a really game. good podcast. I think you had I a game that for us. <laughs> now that we've got the formalities out of the way. Uh, paging Mr. Potter, a really, really good podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, we spoke last week about... So, obviously, there was an election recently. And we've been covering it pretty closely. Um, this has been required reading, really, for anyone that wants to be in the know about what's happening in this great country of ours. Um, but one of the things that we, I, you know, leading up to the election that we really focused on was some of the lesser known figures in Australian politics, or at least kind of the political... Um, Fringes. Yes. Fringes is correct. Uh, the correct way to phrase it. So, I have gone and had a look through, and I, I encourage all the potophiles to do this, because this, this was one of the best days of the last couple of weeks for me, was reading through the candidates for the One Nation Party and the United Australia Party. Um, they, they I, I mean... I don't even know where to begin. There, there are some lunatics. I mean, last week we spoke about a couple of the ones that I just happened to remember off the top of my head, like of course Bob Couch, who's um, <laughs> who ran for the, <laughs> who ran Bob for the Couch. One Nation Party in Boothby. Because um, let me tell you a bit about Bob, actually. Yeah, tell us no, about no, Bob. You go, you go. No, no, I don't know. Um, I was going to say their their names and their photos when you go on either the United <laughs> Australia Party website or the uh, One Nation website it, it it looks like almost like a video game thing or Cluedo or something like that like they're mm. all these very distinct like you know how like you go on the Liberal Party and it's all just like white guys in suits or whatever and like it's yes. all pretty uniform. This is the most bizarre motley crew yeah. of rogue characters. It There's really like is. A it's a ragtag bunch. It's, it's like a game of guess bunch. who. Yes, it, it looks like they're about to execute the world's worst heist. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a guy. There's like a an old wiry sort of hippie fellow with a beret on then there'll be some massive mm. lardo that looks like um jabba the hut in a, a, a suit that's yeah. barely fitting him um, Wait, i think no- i know who you're talking about there i can't remember his name but he this guy if i had to describe him he looks kind of like so he is an enormous man but he somehow has his whole his, his actual facial features 
take up less of his face than <laughs> yeah. like Nathan, who has a small head, but he has an enormous head. He looks a bit like remember that guy that shot himself in the face with a shotgun, and they had to like reconstruct his head. He oh. looks a little bit like that. I didn't name him, so it's fine. <laughs> could be could be any of them. <laughs> but this is um this is quite perplexing though because one nation, <clears throat> you know, for all Under their God. talk, they talk the talk about being racist. But it sounds mm. like they've got an awful lot of diversity in their membership. Yes, I mean, it is. Very different types of, of white people. All different uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, if you include the Netherlands as some... different shades of white. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, that 12th man joke. It's like the bone, the off-white cream, ivory. <laughs> yeah. They're all there. Yeah, all the different races. Oh, it's a crucible. Even though, like... And it's funny you said before that they look like um, a guess-who characters because a lot of them, they look like... When they were being made by their creator, like, sort of like they're unfinished. Like, it looks like they're, like, half drawn. (laughs) (laughs) And they haven't, like, completely filled out all the features necessary for a normal human. (laughs) It looks like you're... It looks like if you, you know, if you've got a kid and he's playing, like, Tony Hawk's pro skater and he's making his own character and he's just gone psycho with all of the features. (laughs) Like, they're all... It's all just completely wrong. Um... Well, let me tell you a little bit about Bob Couch. So, I mean, like, the game that I am playing, this is going to be a bit of a variation on Nathan's famous game, Peter Petter Who. Um, so, you know, we're not really going to focus so much on the f- on the, on the the look because this is a, a podcast, obviously, an audio <laughs> medium. Point. So, I do strongly encourage you to go to the website and have a look at some of these, uh, these, 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 these um, wretched creatures. But Bob Couch, right? So, Bob Couch, I will say this about him, to just, just to talk about his appearance. This guy, well, actually, sorry, let me read his byline. Bob Couch is a lifelong South Australian with a wealth of experience who loves hard work. So that's his that's his main selling point. And I will say his um the wealth of experience section of that byline I do not question because this guy makes Rod Laver look like a fucking fetus. He is one of the <laughs> oldest looking men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and and I fear I, I don't I'm not worried that he's listening to this because I I suspect he doesn't even have he hasn't doesn't even have a fax he's machine. He's sat behind Nicholas. Nicholas Flanell in uh, elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bob's biggest concern for Australia is unchecked population growth and the impact it has on the environment. Now, presumably if he's concerned about population growth, his policy platform should include something like a cull of all of those over the age of 120, like himself. <laughs> But I do fear he's um, going to be more concerned with the the slopes and um, Muslims. But yeah, that's I, true. I could he could wrong. drop dead. I mean, if he is as he might die. as we all say, I mean, he could do well, his. The, surely that'd be the best thing he could do. Yeah. For, put, put anyway, your money where your Yeah, <laughs> put a gun where your mouth is. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, <Clark>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, just another, <laughs> just another couple before we get to the game. Um, we've got Dale Grillo. We got what? Sorry. Uh, this is a this is the One Nation candidate for Curtin. Dale Grillo, funny name. <laughs> Grillo. It sounds like Dale a kitchen Grillo. cleaning product. <laughs> well, it's an even funnier name when you realise that Dale is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look her up. 
Dale Grillo. Can I also say why? She's one of the more experienced campaigners. While you're looking her up, it's not just in the uh, Lib- uh, sorry, the One Nation and UAP. It's also our deputy opposition leader who's just got sworn in. Her name's Susan oh, yeah. Lee or Lay. She's S-U-S-S-A-N. And she added the extra S in her 20s because she, quote, read about this numerology theory that if you add the numbers oh that match the letters in your name, you can change your personality. I worked out that if I added an extra S, I would have an incredibly exciting, interesting life. This woman is an election and a heartbeat away from being leader of the country. <laughs> oh my Good God. Christ. Um, so would you say yeah. that it worked then, Ridden? <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess it did work. I guess so. There you go. Uh, just one more person I wanted to bring your attention to mm-hmm. would be, uh, this is for the UAP now. Uh, this is Dr. Serge Dicklick. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. Come on. Andrew. Um, he's a dentist who wants to find out if vaccines give you cancer. No, so I'm sorry. Good. Don't just... We're not, mo- we're not moving on from Dicklick. We're not moving on. And I don't believe Dr. You- Serge Dicklick. Doctor... Okay, Serge is already funny. Andrew, he's... How do you, spe- how do you spell Dicklick. Yeah, okay. I, I'll admit there is a T in there somewhere, but don't, don't don't get too caught up with the with the particulars. No, on his um, on his dentist page, Andrew, it's I think he's tried to anglicize it a bit on the UAP page because on his um on his actual dentist website and on a couple other dentist websites, it's D I K L I C H. And I think to avoid mockery, he might have changed it to Dick Litch. But I think, I think it Pauline's is got onto the back end of that website <laughs> yeah. and added a T in there. Yeah. Just <laughs> and actually, that's one thing I will say. It's actually been quite hard to put this game together because the One Nation website <laughs> does not work at all. Like, Andrew, did you say this already, but he's the candidate for Bona? <laughs> oh, I completely <laughs> neglected to mention that he's the candidate for no, Bona. That will do me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, we live in the dumbest country ever. I know, right? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> look, I think Bonner. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so awesome. Oh, there was a guy um, in my electorate, an independent called Max Dix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay, so should we get on to the game? Oh, more than anything. That doesn't make sense. So, this yes. was, that, was just to, that was just to kind of get you guys excited. Um, so, this is what we're calling... Uh, UA Peter Pettigrew. No, no, sorry. UA Peter Pettigrew. My mistake. That's uh, very embarrassing. Um, so, w- the way this is going to work, I'm going to read out a name, and the individual in, of, in question is either a candidate or was a candidate in the last election for One Nation or the UAP, mm-hmm. or they're a Harry Potter character. Does that work? Yep. Works for me. And I've got, a, I've got a... Billion of them. There's literally no end of them. So we'll just do it as long as it's uh, interesting. All right. Let's start with Richard Orchard. <laughs> it's too. Oh. It's. I don't like how it almost rhymes. <laughs> Richard yeah. Orchard. Um, it I'm looks even s- better written down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Richard real. Orchard. What? So one nation. One nation. Uh, yeah. You're saying. What should we say? If it's. Um, <laughs> Maybe just oh fuck I don't know I didn't think that far Potter ahead. or Palm. whatever candidate yeah Potter candidate. or candidate yeah the two <laughs> it's such an elegant dichotomy <laughs> Potter or candidate okay, Potter yeah, or do candidate. that do that 
So Richard Orchard, you've gone for um, candidate. I was actually going to say Potter because Orchard is British sounding and kind of rowling-y, I think. Agree with you, but you're wrong. It's uh, that was a candidate. So please keep your own scores, mm-hmm. dude. I would love to spend some time under a dick orchard, <laughs> collect all its bountiful fruits. It's the low hanging fruit. <laughs> the low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, the well hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, this um, is already the best game ever. All right, Norel Button. Okay, there's no <laughs> way there's a Harry Potter character called Norell. 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 Well, it's spelled N-O-R-N-O-R-E-L-L-E. Oh, I Button. hate that spell. I hate the name Norell, and then they've made it worse. Mm. Mm, but mm, don't we know, Ridden, that Pauline Hansen did invent a candidate called Norell? Oh, yes, Norell. That's and right. Norell fake. So I'm going to say candidate. I'm going to say One Nation candidate, but not okay. a real person. Yeah, I'm saying candidate as well. <laughs> Correct, that's a candidate. They're all called oh. Norel. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, Terry Boot. <laughs> Terry Boot. <laughs> Terry Boot. That is a real line ball one. Because mm. it could be a shoemaker in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the cobbler of, of um, Diagon Alley. Uh, I'll go candidate. Candidate? What are you going, Reed? Uh I was actually going to go Harry Potter. Correct. It is a real uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I don't even know who's Terry more Boot. real. <laughs> Terry Boot. Terrence, Terrence Boot. You can't um, underestimate how bad her character names are. That's where I went yeah. wrong there. He's, he's a member of Dumbledore's army. Terry uh, Boot. All right. Terry what about Boot? Sorry, I, don't, I can't <laughs> quite Boot. get over that. Uh, it gets better. Are you ready for Stanko Custron? <laughs> come on, come on, come on. That's not either. Stanko that couldn't. No, 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 no. No. Say Stanko it again. Custron. Stanko. Stanko Custron. That's. I'll spell it for you. S T A N K O Stanko. Okay, that's not. K U S T R N Custron. I don't see what's funny about that. Oh, just when you think Stanko is so funny, like Custron <laughs> might be even funnier. I'm going to say, I can't imagine JK Rowling, uh, a middle-aged woman, like sitting down, concentrating and coming up with Stanko Custron. Yeah, I'm going to have to say it's a real person. You, you couldn't come up with Terry Boot and then follow that with Stanko Custron. <laughs> they couldn't be more on the opposite <laughs> ends of the a genius. <laughs> <clears throat> Unless it was a character uh, who enjoyed Stinky Custard. Uh, it's that's, <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> He's the ghost of Stinky Custard. Um, uh, that's, so, are you both going candidate? Yeah, candidate. I think so. Correct. That is a candidate. So, oh, I think it's all tied up sake. at the moment. Oh, my God. Terry Boot's um, <laughs> relative is Albert Boot. So, Albert Al Boot. <laughs> Albert Boot. Boot Boot. Boot Boot. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's continue. Um... What about Jeffrey Crank? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's someone called Jeffrey Crank and Bob Tug. <laughs> Samantha Jerkoff. <laughs> Robbie Flickerbean. Uh. <laughs> Robbie Flickerbean. <laughs> um, oh, for God's uh, sake. That, that does, I can see 
Robert Crank being elected to the like um, it's Jeffrey Crank, Jeffrey Crank. Oh, okay, that changes everything. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Crank, Jeffrey Crank. Fuck, this is hard again. This is hard. I'm gonna say Potter. Okay. Uh, Reading. I think it's it does have a a sort of Queensland vibe. I'm gonna go Queensland UAP. You are spot on. <laughs> He's actually UAP, UAP born and bred in Brisbane. <laughs> Jeff has run a successful automotive dealership in the Rankin electorate for over a decade. Wait, so he's Crank very well in the Rankin. Jeffrey Crank is in the Crankin Rankin electorate. Rankin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. I mean, they say that honesty in politics is dead, but by you know putting a man named Jeffrey Crank in... <laughs> It's one of the most <laughs> honest things that any political party's ever done. So, some very good. you know how like um, Asian people will often, or like not necessarily just Asian, but like ethnic people of different stripes will anglicize their name, you mm, know, to forward mm. their career, whatever. Some people like Jeffrey Crank might need to do the opposite of that when you have a terrible <laughs> white name and maybe like <laughs> try to Asian that name yes. up a bit. Like the El yeah. Maco reading, just like give it a little flair. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rachel <laughs> Dolstat or whatever her name is. It's like putting your Stanko Custron on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Frank Bryce. Frank Bryce. Frank Bryce. Bryce. Wow. Real footy player vibe to him. Yeah. Frank Bryce. Uh, I think that's what Andrew wants us to think, though. I think that's Ooh, Potter. Okay. I'm going to have to agree with you. It rings a bell. Okay, yeah, you're correct. Um, it does Frank not Bryce ring a bell. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> I think we might have used him in another Peter Petter who... Uh, probably. <laughs> I didn't I didn't cross-check any of this. Of course not. Um, he was the gardener in the Riddle household. He died or something. Um, <laughs> he died Quentin Cunningham. Quentin Cunningham. <laughs> Now, Quentin Cunningham sounds almost too fancy for UAP or One, di- one Direction, One Nation. Mm-hmm. I think that's a prefect in Harry Potter. Okay, yep. I think Quentin Cunningham sounds even more right-wing extremist than One Nation or <laughs> UAP. I think he could be one of Blair Cottrell's mates. I'm going to say candidate. <laughs> Correct. It's a, he's a UAP candidate. I'd love to read you a little bit about Quinton Cunningham Please. too. Because he's got quite the resume. Um, so, this is literally his description. for He's running for office to be, you know, to write the laws of our land. Quinton, since 2012, has started to take more notice of Australian politics. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good of him. May as well. He was quite unimpressed by what he saw happening. It was around 2015 he took himself off the electoral roll. Oh. <laughs> and then we've got a quote from Quinton. The current situation in Australia is not acceptable. However, I am not surprised it has happened. So that's Quinton Cunningham. What does so that mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything at all. <laughs> all right, we know let's... for sure about him is he doesn't have an active interest in politics. Or <laughs> that's all we definitely know about him. He's been watching politics out of the corner of his eye for a few years now. And he fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was he dog He decided shit. it wasn't for him. Um, all right. What about K 
Captain Edgar. <laughs> oh my God, please, more than anything. I pray to the gods above. If you don't give me anything else this year, let this be a candidate. Let Captain Edgar please be a candidate. I'll be a good boy for the rest of the year. Uh, fuck you, but I'm dying. Cap- first name Captain? <laughs> His full name is technically Captain William Edgar, but he is always referred to as Captain <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> oh my god. I'm fucking die. Oh, we're so. Who would have thought we could have such high ranking officers <laughs> in our parliament? We could get Captain Edgar. Or is he, is he the next Marvel character? Well, I will just mention. I will just to to clarify. He's not a captain of industry. If you're wondering what kind of captain he is, I th- I'm picturing just some guy with like a houseboat. To be honest with you, so are you going candidate? Uh, yeah. Look, I'm not going to try and rain on Reden's parade. I mean, what have you gone for, Reden? Candidate. Candidate. Nathan, you couldn't be more correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. So, so, dude, so he's so he's a One Nation candidate, Captain <laughs> William Edgar. Dude, he yes. is. I think he might be fucking um, Bob Couch's older brother. He looks fucking old as well. Oh and he, my god! But dude, Captain Edgar, he um, he's a Fremantle identity. Now he's wearing like the full kind of, I don't know, like uh, I don't know how boats work, but he's wearing the boat gear, right? He's in the full white kind of up and down. It turns out he just runs a tourism business. He runs a marine <laughs> tourism business. So he's just a, a guy with a boat. <laughs> Sorry. And he's only you ever referred to as Captain Edgar. You can't, no, you can't be a self-appointed of a tourism boat. That doesn't make you captain, right? <laughs> <laughs> So fucking that is so awesome, dude. We should all appoint ourselves names of uh, titles of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah good Rear point. Admiral, <laughs> dude. Andrew, I know that in the past you've expressed some reservations about like um, getting married and that kind of thing. But mm. can I put it to you? <laughs> I, I've been firmly uh, advised that sea captains can officiate weddings. I'm yep. just picturing you and Emma, your beautiful girlfriend, <laughs> on Captain Edgar's glass bottom boat. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll be an intimate ceremony. Please, God. Well, if you I ever hope get it's married, just me, Emma, and Captain Edgar. I don't need anyone else there. To um, Do you know how he went in the election? <laughs> I don't he think did he did. Okay, he got 2,500 votes. Pretty good. That's a lot of happy customers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, let's just rip through a few quick ones. Sure. Um, Colin Creevy. <laughs> that's. A, I think that's. I think I know that from Harry Potter. Again, yeah, yeah, that is from Harry Potter. Uh, that's um. Yeah. That's that little photographer twink that gets um wrecked by the basilisk <laughs> in oh, one yeah. of them. Oh. Kyle Squibb. Because <laughs> Squibb is a S- Harry Potter thing, isn't it? <laughs> so, Maybe. Um, I'm gonna say candidate then. It's not a candidate, is it? Kyle Squibb. Yeah. It's a candidate. UAP. Kyle <laughs> Squibb. Oh. Where do Thomas they Grogan. find these people? <laughs> Thomas Grogan. Um, Potter. That's a candidate. Cassandra Duffel. <laughs> Come on. Andrew. Cassandra right. Duffel. <laughs> the old bag. Um, Duffel that. <laughs> the old bag. That's good shit. That's uh, Potter for shit. sure. 
No, that is a candidate. All right, let's do. That's a real. So many, dude. There's so many. Should we? Should we pause? And is there enough for another batch next week? Uh, let's just do let's just do two more. Let's say I it's could all do tied this up. All day. Fuck I know. I could. <laughs> me too. This um, is the best game ever. Because it's real. There's stakes to this. <laughs> These people could be in charge of us one day. Like. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Ready. 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 Mm-hmm. Two more. Walden McNair. Can I get that again, please? Walden McNair. Walden. <laughs> Walden. Walden. Okay. Now that's Walden not a name. Walden McNair. is not a first name. None of these are names. <laughs> Walden McNair. Hey, sir, I know one Walden McNair, but I can't at the moment quite get my head past Carl Squibb. He has a family, and, <laughs> and, and, and when his family goes to gatherings, everyone says, he, here are the squibs. Meet the squibs. <laughs> Imagine living like that. Oh, the squibs are here. Oh, they're late again. The bloody squibs. The squib oh, clan. My God. I imagine being there when they're taking role at, at the <laughs> One Nation <laughs> oh, Zoom meeting. Be a fly on the wall. Oh um, God! I'm sorry. Were, were we at Walden McNair? <laughs> <laughs> Walden um, McNair. Fuck it. Uh, candidate. Uh, Potter. That's a Potter. That was a Potter. That is the Ministry's executioner. Oh. Um. All right, let's do one more. Which one should I go for? Let's go with Ludo Manure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't accept. I don't accept that in the Harry Potter universe, she would call someone Manure. And I, I even more don't accept that someone's lived their life and their dad's lived their life and his dad's lived their life as a, as a Manure. Look, let me give you a hint with this one, right? Ludo Manure. I'm looking at an image of... This individual, right? So I'm not saying whether this is a this is an official photo for one of the parties or whether this is sort of a, a an image that's been drawn or maybe it's somebody from the movies. But I will say that Ludo Manure in this photo is wearing a hat that is in the shape of a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like God have mercy okay, on our souls. So, so the the. <laughs> Mr. Lord and Mrs. Manure, me right? They, they decided to fucking have a baby. Oh. And they're like, well, Manure's not weird enough. Call him Ludo. Okay, that's good. And then he's like, okay, behind the eight ball here, how do I turn it all around? I'm I'll too mainstream. A fish on my head. <laughs> Is that a thing that Maybe could happen like, in the real yeah, world or only I, in the Harry Potter universe? I don't have a name that's memorable enough. <laughs> I need to couple it with a fish hat. <laughs> uh, I I think he's got to be a only in this country would that person exist candidate. It can't really? be a real person. It cannot. It has to be Harry Potter. It can't be. It's a real person. No, it's um, not. It's not. <clears throat> he was a candidate for One Nation. <clears throat> Let me just read a little bit about him. Now um, I can look he, him up. Ludo is best known as the Alpaca Man. Don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> How many fucking affectations does this cunt need? <laughs> And I hope he, he wears got- clothes of garlic around his neck. <laughs> but he's best known for his orange and purple stripy socks, which he wears. He refuses on his hands. to wear his shoes on the right feet. He puts his shoes on his hands and walks upside down. <laughs> but he's best known for his pet jellyfish. You might, you might catch Ludo on his famous pogo stick as he goes to and from. The bakery where he works <laughs> as the alpaca man. Oh my 
But I hope there's some savoury reasons to how we got the alpaca man name. I hope it's all above board. <laughs> I will say oh, though, that, that was a bit of a curveball because there is a character in Harry Potter called Ludo Bagman. <laughs> oh my god. He was Too the head of magical games and sports. Oh, oh god. My god. So that's uh UA Peter Pettigrew. I mean there was people I couldn't even get to. For example, <laughs> Gibbon. <laughs> I didn't even get the Gibbon. Was that just an ape? That's a, that's a Death Eater, apparently, in Harry Potter. His name's full name Gibbon. <laughs> like Madonna. I, yeah, but a Gibbon. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's UA Peter Pettigrew. Um. Fuck, that was the be- That is the ultimate iteration of that game, Andrew. Like, put, put Peter Pettigrew to bed permanently. I only want to play UA Peter Pettigrew from here on in. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. That was crazy. And most of them, like... Probably 80% of them were real. That's They're almost all real. I, I was just throwing in the odd That's Colin Creevy for laughs, but yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh this, is the, this is the best. Um, oh, no. <laughs> now we have to do the page. Oh, my God. We haven't even done the page. All right. Time to do the page. What a Very quickly down. before Andrew leaves. Quickly, quickly. I know. Well, well, I haven't read the page today, guys. What, uh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? What, what number are we up to? Just possibly the make? That'll do. 159 or something, I think, around there. 159, yeah. Around there is not super helpful. Okay. I think it is one. Well, that's a place to start. And then do you recognize any of the words, I guess? Oh, I remember at the end of the page, they were eating bread and English muffins. So that's where we pick up. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, God. Was it to their liking? <laughs> it doesn't actually even say. Oh. <laughs> Was it to their liking? Um, <laughs> Ron also <laughs> began teaching Harry wizard chest So exactly like muggle chess Except the figures were alive That's kind of cool sure. Awful I imagine for the characters though. Um, r- They didn't also often do what he, you asked them to do Like I guess you'd be like horse to L8 And they'd be like I'm not doing it Yeah um, I wouldn't be using that Then I'd just be using A normal chess set So you could play it That sounds stupid Well Ron I imagine Ron doesn't have The kind of authority Of like a Captain Edgar For instance <laughs> So They're unlikely To follow him To their certain death That's true um, th- uh, The commanding presence Of a tourist <laughs> Boat operator Captain Edgar I mean he would get Uh They'll follow um, him into battle, <laughs> old Captain Edgar. Yeah, they'll follow him I'd, over the top. I'd lay down my life for <laughs> Captain Edgar. <laughs> yeah. If, uh. <laughs> if any marauders dared to board that ship. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yep. Uh, they, they play chess for a while. Um, Sorry, are we listening to... Are we reading about people playing chess? No, nah, luckily... Because watching someone actually play chess is really boring, let alone reading about two people playing chess. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it doesn't... Like I said, I'm reading this on the fly. Um, okay. They play chess. Let's not get into it. On Christmas yeah, Eve, then Harry goes to bed, um, looking forward to the next day. <laughs> no... <laughs> That's what he says. Harry went to bed looking forward that, to the next day. How does that make its way into the book? But I want to know. <laughs> he went to bed. <laughs> Come on. Harry went to bed looking forward to the next day for the food and the fun. This book could have been a pamphlet, hey. This could have just been... 
Imagine Fuck going to me. bed. You go to bed. I don't go to bed. Like I enjoy eating. I love food, but I don't go to bed looking forward to the next day f- for food because I get I get food every day. It it, it doesn't mm. need mentioning um, in my thoughts. I'll just alone get on a book. the food. I'll just get food. Like, I'd just be like, if I was hungry at night, I'd just go eat. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, geez, I can't wait until I can, you know, <laughs> feed myself. What a bizarre thing to do. We wake up and it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Ron said sleepily as Harry scrambled out of bed. Not sure if they're in bed together. I don't think so. Oh, and pulled on his bathrobe. Interesting. Um, Harry has some presents, so that's nice. Um, And but Ron's packages was were a lot bigger than Harry's package. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing to be ashamed of. No, and maybe um, maybe when. You know, push comes to shove. Harry might inch a bit further instead of Ron. Ron might not have that big of a package. Well, Ron might be more of a shower than a grower. You know, yeah, like Harry might be. Harry's packages might have a higher ceiling. I'm sure it has its merits. I I should, um, Ron, Ron should have a little bit more confidence then. Like, he's packing this whopper apparently, yet he's <laughs> intimidated by some chess pieces. Like, that doesn't... <laughs> Sounds like he should... Sounds like a poorly written character. (laughs) Much like I read recently that LBJ, former president, Mm. literally had one of the... like biggest hogs going apparently. <laughs> where did you read that? <laughs> Come on, where? <laughs> what, what site your sources? I didn't read that in the New York <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't read the same article written of, you know, hog watch and everything. But yeah, apparently former president LBJ, he would take wow. his like stuff as like in meetings and stuff into the bathroom, flip out his dick, start pissing <laughs> and then say, you know, do this, this, this and this. And they would never question him. And apparently he'd fully turn around and just like flash hog. Wow. So this is a segment like- of this is a segment of Hogwatch Cold Case. <laughs> <laughs> Hogwatch the Cold Case files, yeah. <laughs> Johnson was famously proud of his penis, affectionately nicknaming it Jumbo, and he often found ways to work it into conversation. Yeah, Lyndon Big Johnson. It's like a very well known <laughs> thing. <laughs> Big Oh, that is yeah, fucking funny. Unbelievable, Nathan. Take a bow. So glad I could use my LBJ dick fact. Like, <laughs> Well, if there was ever a forum to air that, it was going to be on this podcast. So. <laughs> Very true. Lyndon Big Johnson. Nathan, you can take the rest of the page off. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Surely um, we're near the end, right? Uh, Harry opens up his first little package. Uh, it was from Hagrid. It was a roughly cut wooden flute. Okay. And then Harry blew Hagrid's roughly cut wooden flute. <laughs> and it's, it's funny, I always thought he was circumcised, but that's all right. Well, he was. It was just roughly. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uncircumcised, I meant. <laughs> Fucked up my joke. Oh, well. Do you want to say it again? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second package <laughs> had a note. And it was from Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia. And in okay. on the note, they had, he got 50 cents, which doesn't seem like a lot. But maybe, you know. <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> Think of the effort they went to to send him 50 cents. <laughs> Unnecessarily <laughs> cruel. Oh, uh, also, you can't spend it in Hogwarts, I imagine. Um, and that's the end of the page. Very good. Well, I've got to run, so let's um, smash through these orders of Phoenix, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that was a shit page. I thought that was really shit and not good. Um, but not the worst ever. So yeah. I'm going to put forward 24 because it is currently 624 on my <laughs> yeah, computer. I would actually... I might drop that down, sorry, Andrew, to okay. 11.5, which is the number of inches of okay. uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's hog. <laughs> Got it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Can't argue with that logic. Um, Big for a penis, but low for a score. So, um, very interesting. <laughs> Hello. No, shut up, Nathan. Um, what are the weeks? <laughs> no, no, no. It is very interesting. I do have to run, but I'd love to hear you extra. Uh, you know, it's just interesting how numbers are relative. Anyway. <laughs> so true. Um, so true. What are the week? Dobby, Dobby, ate some wasabi Neville, Neville, worships the devil I don't care about anyone but Snape Word of the week, dude! Three, two, one, Dumbledore Oh, I feel like we can come up with a good name for the page this week With all those absolute crackpot names that Andrew got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Captain Edgar, we got LBJ's <laughs> fucking whopper. Uh, so many funny ones. Um, I'm just looking through them again. What about um, Harry Potter and Captain Edgar, Jeffrey cranking Lyndon's Big Johnson? Very <laughs> good. It's good. It's it good. It writes itself. It writes itself. Um, can Dumbled- I suggest this week, Dumble, do um, change your name, add, subtract letters, whatever you need to do, just <laughs> yes, so that yeah. new, in terms of numerology, whatever that is, it's fortunate or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, make I don't it, know how it make, works. Make your name numerologically fortunate. Is that <laughs> Dumble <laughs> do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dumble oh don't. Um, Dumble don't, Dumble don't, Dumble don't. I would say Dumble don't I don't know Okay I have accidentally shown Hog to a colleague In the bathroom <coughs> Much like yeah. Lyndon Bain Johnson I Would not recommend it As yeah. a career One move. of my favourite Read and works Mishap stories um, <laughs> Okay But no it's a, it's a good Dumble don't Unless You know You are the president Yes In which case in which You case. should do it it's, it's, it's incumbent upon you to do so I agree. Um, sorry, I've stopped listening. Um, it's I gotta very go, obvious. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the page really, uh, really, really just took it out of me. So um, I've got to go. Is there anything else? We've done everything, right? No, mm-hmm. you go. You go. What a treat, Andrew. Okay. Well, bye, everyone. Bye, Potterfiles. Bye, you two. Bye. I don't know if you want to keep talking, but I'm out of here.